Hey, this is Tim. And this is Mike. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks. We love you. Well, we're back. And we're talking hey. about the uh, the races and species. Oh, yes. Races of, and species uh, within the... Uh, of this little setting. Yes, in the um, So, to make things a little spicy, mm-hmm. all right, no standard fantasy races, no elves, no dwarves, okay? Yep. No humans. Dun, dun, dun. That's no humans. Um, so... We're going with essentially mutant animals, um, anthropomorphic animals, and I'm thinking things that would be that you would typically find in Appalachian now, um, such as raccoons, beavers, otters, possums, rabbits, squirrels, moles. Um, mainly because that gives you uh, and other things, but these would be the, the player species. There would be other stuff. To more like NPCs, like bears, wolves, um, even deer. Because I have an idea for wolves and deer. Mm-hmm. I'll get okay. to it into in a little bit. Okay. Um, but I also had um, ideas about each of these specifically. Um, like raccoons, for example. Um, oh, another another good way to get an idea of what I'm talking about okay. is there's an artist named Larry McDougal. And he just had a Kickstarter for a, basically a fantasy um, art book that he made um, called, I guess, Gelf, G-E-L-F. But it's um, basically what we're talking about here. Anthropomorphic. Yeah. And it's all like, um, you know, small forest animals, but like medieval. Oh, okay. You know, okay, I think I dressed in medieval story. garb. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, it's really cool. Really, should check it out, Larry McDougal. Larry McDougal. Um, but anyway, the uh, so you, so you brought up raccoons. Raccoons. Yes. All right. Raccoons are clever and curious and inquisitive. Uh, they're most active at night and have no qualms about scavenging other people's refuse. You know, a common a popular saying amongst raccoons is one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah. You know, yeah. the, uh, the, like their homes would be like, uh, basically like hoarder homes, just all kinds of just things that people are like, why are you collecting all this garbage? <laughs> and they're like, this is valuable stuff. What are yes. you talking about? Yes. Yes. Um, they're the, main, they're the ones that always have the tool. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to take them a day to find it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, beavers. Yeah. Beavers. <clears throat> Beavers build floating towns and villages in the middle of lakes and reservoirs that they create by damming rivers. Um, in the lowlands, out you know, just outside or, or in the valleys and stuff, um, they control most of the canals and therefore the trade in those areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're considered gruff and abrasive, um, hate small talk. They're I, I, I was thinking them kind of like dwarves. Yeah. You know, they're all about work. Work is life to them. And work is basically chopping down trees and building dams and building up their little cities in the lakes and things. And, you know, I, I like that. I, I agree. I also kind of look at them like kind of as like the roughnecks of the ones that were on the canals back in the like Mississippi, like Mark Twain days. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those kind of. Yeah. Those small talk. They'd be the, yeah, the, yeah. And they're the guys running those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the whiskey runners. 
Um, busy as a beaver is a common saying amongst everyone who isn't a beaver. The uh, Now, that being said, they're also despised by otters because the otters live in the rivers that get dammed up by the beavers. Oh, yeah. So they that's a, a source of conflict. And that brings up the otters. They live along the rivers and streams in small fishing communities. They're considered rambunctious and easily distracted. They basically have, like, ADHD. Uh, they tend to shy away from anything resembling work and are known for their dirty jokes and pranks. <laughs> uh, possums uh, are also nocturnal like raccoons. And I was thinking, uh, well, they, they live in tight-knit family clans that can number... Uh, anywhere from half a dozen to a, a few hundred. Mm. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there's, you know, they go to the possum's house and there's like 16 kids hanging from their tails on the porch <laughs> playing banjos. <laughs> possums refer to all other possums as cousins, even if they aren't actually related. Yep. All possums are always friendly to other possums. Uh, they're great climbers with their prehensile tail, build their homes um, up in the trees usually, or anywhere high up where it, as a defense for defense purposes, but are frequently found on the ground getting into mischief due to their poor vision. Because they're all kind of like, uh, who was that old guy in the cartoon that was blind and he'd just walk? Oh, Mr. Magoo. Uh, Mr. Magoo, yeah. <laughs> uh, rabbits. Um... I don't really have, I couldn't really think of anything about rabbits other than they're, they're quick runners, have excellent hearing, and are often employed as messengers in between communities because they can run fast. So they can, you know, when uh, you're using giant snails as the major means of transportation, transportation yeah. you need something a little faster a little than, that than that for, for messengers. Um, and these are, these are, they're poor, so even if there's horses or at least some sort of horse-like thing, they're going to be people that's for expensive, you know, yeah. the wealthier people have those. Yeah. So for the common, the commoners and the, the poor folk, rabbits will be basically the mail system, the yeah. postal service. The intermediaries. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't mean to be weird or anything, but uh, something else that probably should be you know, thrown in there if mm-hmm. need be, uh, similar to what they do in after the bomb with rabbits. What do they do? Pleasure bikes. Yeah, I, I, I want to stay know, away I, from I, that. I, I, that's fine. That's fine. I, but I'm just saying that's that's actually something I did not like in After the Boat. Okay, well, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. You know, make it money wise. It's still, you know, pre industrial. Yeah, but. I, I, I'm not saying we got to go there. Just saying. Just brought yeah. it up. So, message. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, messengers. Yeah. Rabbits. Um, then. Uh, like your character in our current DCC, the squirrels. Uh, is a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, also a climber. Squirrels are pretty common. I mean, yeah. If if you want to call something so, human, but, I mean, and then but the argument against them is they are very common. Yeah. And still need small little critters and stuff for people to hunt and trap and eat and whatnot. Which there are. Yeah, but wouldn't those just be squirrels? No, no heavens, no. Oh. I mean, there's what, what? What is there? There's uh, mink. There's uh, uh, a lot of things that are related to mink, like just other little vermin that run around. You know, 
That's a good, that's a good point. But how often does that ever happen? Come up in What's gameplay. Uh, little critters that scream. Yeah, hunting and trapping mink and. Uh, only not very have often. To do a survival kind of adventure. Yeah, and then but then you can just put in. You can say, oh well, the uh, a honey ooze. Yeah. You know, you find something. You know, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. So really, yeah, let's we'll have we'll have humanoid squirrels. And I just say they they most likely be the common. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, I was thinking like raccoons, squirrels, and possums and rabbits would yeah. be the most common things. Com- yeah, I would think raccoons would be very common. And probably the mo- ones that are most preyed upon by crows and other monsters. Yeah. 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 Um, we need an underground creature. I'm thinking moles. I like that. I, I mean, moles are pretty simple. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah, and there, you could even have different because there's different. You know, there's the regular mole, then there's those star-nosed moles with the little <laughs> yeah, with tentacle the nose things. Moles, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, because uh, I know with uh, squirrels, it, what uh, my character I think came with like a just like a little bonus. Yeah. Groundhogs. Oh, I didn't think about groundhogs. Man, neither did I until just now. That's a good idea. No groundhogs. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're bigger than moles. Yeah, they are bigger. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that a little bit better. Than, uh, we'll have to do some research on the groundhogs to see what kind of. Uh, I do like the idea of like you know a blind mole. I do too. Yeah, like yeah, kind of like the possum. You know, it's a little bit blind, but you know, it's it, it might you know uh, it's smell. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's in the underground senses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, claw hands <laughs> for digging. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then a possibly a Myconid type character, so but I figure that's, that's down the road. Well, I like, we, I like the Myconid. I like that because, um, one of the, the, you had a source book and I forget what it was for, but it had some sort of dwarf that you had showed me that, uh. Oh, that was the, um, uh, Dolmenwood campaign setting, uh, from the, uh, the, uh. Basically, a series of small books called Wormskin by Necrotic Gnome Publishing, um, and that was the Moss Dwarf. Yeah. And it was yeah, it was made out of like vegetation. So I think something like that for a for a player. That would be cool. For a player, Mike. That was something similar, not even, you know, obviously. Not yeah, I actually want to uh, use that campaign setting, in, not necessarily in this, uh-huh. but maybe in the something. Yeah. With the, that, that specific I'm creature, because because that, that whole thing is, um, it's called Dolmenwood. Dolmenwood. They're they're coming out with a the ne- necrotic gnome is coming out with a, a new I think at the supposed to come out like the end of this year, uh-huh. maybe early next year, um, where they're collecting all the worm skin issues and additional material. Oh, putting it in one book. Putting it in one book, yeah, Ooh, like a nice. hardcover or something. Nice. Yeah. Because yeah, like like um, that that series, there's I think eight of them, and they're all small little like books, maybe twenty pages at the most. I think less than that. Uh, very well done, and so like two of them are just a an adventure. It's a two part adventure, and they're just chock full of all kinds of um, eat like each issue is like a, a like three hexes uh-huh. of stuff. 
with places and monsters and uh, there's two classes, two new classes, Monster Dwarf being one. And it's just really cool. It's all, but it's very much based on um, myths and legends about uh, fairies and elves. Mm-hmm. Um, and not elves in it are not your typical D and D elves. And neither are the fairies for that re- for right. that matter. Right. But it's it's really cool, that's really interesting. Yeah, that's definitely something I'm gonna yeah. have to look at. And they're super cheap. You can buy PDFs on Drive Through RPG for like I think it's like a like a dollar or two. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I did like that. I like that a lot. So what else you got for me? So we, we hit up the mic and it's, I, I like this. I like where we're going. I'm a fan of the orth, uh, anthropomorphic because like I said, I, I like that as a, as a fluff part. Yeah. Um, Let's that's talk pretty about much uh, the deer and the wolf. What, what oh, that's right. Wanted, yeah. um, I wanted, I was thinking those as NPCs mm-hmm. and both of those, you know, deer, are in herds. Yes. Wolves are in packs. Yes. Um, as being basically rival roaming tribes throughout this mountain range. And they are always at war with each other. But they also don't like all the more civilized people. You know, the, the regular folk who live who uh, live in the mountains. Um, these would be like Stone Age and violent uh, with the deer mainly keeping to themselves and the wolves, you know, raiding villages and houses and stuff. But, um, yeah, just something like, you know, if you're traveling through the wilderness, you might cross paths with one of these, um, it, it could be, it's most, these most tribes. Like, most likely an individual, but uh, if you ran across a tribe, you're probably already dead. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of, and it's uh, kind of the Native American uh, early, like yeah, sort of, sort of, sort of like that, where you know people would be like, well, don't go outside at night, or a, yeah. a deer might get you. Deer might get you. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Naughty children get taken by wolves, you know. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nursery tales add a little flavor. I like that. I like that. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have to flesh that out, but I like that a lot. Because again, that that deer, wolves, crows—that's how it's all like gangs and groups and tribes and. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, I'm a fan of that. And maybe if you help a tribe, they'll make you an honorary member or something, and you'll have safe passage through their territory. So well, yeah. If you run, if you run into somebody, you know, one of these other tribes, right. you don't might not want to be brandishing yeah. that, you know, wolf scalp. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. I like that. I think um, I don't know. We need we need to start. Uh, we're gonna have to figure out an assignment for it for the following week. What uh, what now do we need to work on? I think we could take we could do that off air. All right. And hold on for, for the next part in our series. Here it comes. <laughs>